Welcome to Inside the Mind, a podcast hosted by myself, Jennifer Forster, and my beautiful co-host, Ali May. We're excited to be here, diving into edgy, raw, and relatable conversations woven together with mind-blowing questions that will shake up your model of the world, expand your thinking, unravel your beliefs, tease apart your patterns, and walk you to the very edges of everything you've ever believed about yourself. As NLP trainers, coaches, entrepreneurs, we'll be traversing the topics of business, relationships, money, family, spirituality, leadership, and personal growth, all through the discerning lens of NLP, ancient teachings, and a healthy sprinkling of womanly wisdom. One thing we believe to be true is that if we want a different outcome, we must be willing to ask a different question. And the answers to those questions are always inside the mind. Hello, extraordinary humans, and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mind. I'm Jen Five Star. This is Ali May, and we have got a really juicy episode for you today. I know we kind of say that almost every episode. However, if you've been on this podcast journey with us, you will know that to be true because they're the messages that you send us saying how juicy our episodes are. Well, this one, no exception, no exception. And I, I just want to share a little insider piece here. It's cracking me up. So a lot of our topics lately have been coming from my exponential growth. <laughs> and there's nothing more potent in terms of podcast fodder than real life experiences. Can we just drop that in? It's so great. I've been saying to Jen lately, you're welcome for that new podcast title. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's really important, you know, I love that you shared that, Ali. I love that because our podcast is not us ever. And I've said this in previous episodes. I feel like it needs to be said again now. We are not reading content from a book and regurgitating it back to you. That's just not how we roll. What we're giving you in these podcast episodes is how the work that we teach, how we apply it to our own life. Now, just because we have all these tools and we apply our lives rigorously, uh, apply the tools to our lives, it doesn't mean that for us, life stops lifing. It just doesn't work that way. Why? Well, this is just my thoughts on the matter. However, you know, we're here as consciousness. We're here as, yeah, consciousness. And the only way for consciousness to experience itself is through human form. So I feel like it's really important as humans that we, this has given me so much peace. Truly, and we talked about this the other day, this has given me so much peace when I understand that I'm here as a human being first, first and foremost, that's the whole damn point. And enlightenment is something that I, I might happen to get moments of on a daily basis, probably just flickering moments. Why? Because we're not here to be enlightened. We're here to be human. And how do we be human? By having human experiences. So when I, you know, I used to be in this, I just want to get there. I just want to you know, when I'm no longer experiencing this and now everything's going to be okay. I kind of now live in the belief that everything is just going to be happening every moment of every day and I get to just be in the experience of it, which has given me so much spaciousness in and around feeling like I need to be in control of everything because I don't. Why? Because life is going to continue to life for us. The What can have that be, for me at least, what can have that be 
a more pleasurable experience. And girl, I'm all about the pleasure these days. Pleasure and luxury. Oh my God, I love those things so much. But what has life be a more pleasurable and luxurious experience for me now is knowing that I don't, I don't need to be in control of anything. Life is going to life. But what I do have the power to do is to have in my little human arsenal a bunch of tools that help me navigate my humanness. Mm, I love that. Mm. And on that, you know, I, up until a bit ago, mm. I would have said to you that I've got my life sorted. You know, I have a beautiful relationship with my son. It's wholesome. It's our last episode was on the 5%. We were talking about having 100%. So my relationship with my son, it's 100%. When I look at my friendships, they feel 100% to me. When I look at my business, there's a little bit of growth there for me in my business. I can see that. And it's also moving to that 100% actually anyway with what it's creating, what I'm creating, what's being created in the background. Great segue to this episode. And then it's going. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the piece that for me that like all of my areas of life I've worked to have be that 100%, you know, of course there's going to be things that come up. I might have an argument with my son or something like that. However, I know how to work through that with him without the old patterns and programs and stories going. So it's just, it would just be, actually, we haven't had an argument for a very long time. But if there was, it wouldn't be, the 5% wouldn't be strong for me to just be a moment in time. So I live consciously in my life. However... The one part that I thought I had down pat, which I definitely <laughs> which I definitely did not, was a relationship with an intimate partner. And I thought uh, after coming out of a 10-year relationship that I knew myself in relationship, that I knew my patterns and my programs and my stories, that I knew who I was, that I knew what I wanted, that I had this thing down pat and I absolutely did not. <laughs> this last year with, in conversation with Jen and I, has been so deep in relationship. I was sitting here with Jen late last year, uh, sitting on the phone, so sitting, so we're in my lounge room doing this, our podcast recording, and I was sitting on my couch just beside us where we are right now, and I remember this so vividly, and I was looking into my kitchen, and Jen asked me the question. She said, can you imagine having a man in your kitchen and in your home and staying at your house and maybe even him living with you? And I was like, fuck no. I was so independent and so used to, like my ex and I, beautiful human being, we always lived separate to each other. 10 years, we never lived together. So the thought of having somebody in my space was just a full body fuck no. And I remember very, very vividly sitting there, and Jen can tell you this exactly as well, even though she was on the phone, I felt like I was having palpitations. I felt like I was having a panic attack at the thought of that. You know, since then, it's been this unraveling of my stories, my patterns, my programs around a relationship. And now I'm in this beautiful space of having cleared up so much within those patterns and programs and stories of constantly running away, of putting walls up, of not letting my heart be open, of settling for when I knew that I wanted more. Like so much, there's so many pieces for me. I've been going straight through that. And I think, where was my point coming with this? There was a point on this. Probably just coming back to that full circle of the 5%. And the 95% so we can have the 100%. In the relationship and choosing that, give me a second to grab that back. I was just on a beautiful tangent then, realizing that there was only, there was, um, not totally lost my point there, Jen, where I was going. Well, I, thought, I actually feel like you made a really great point there. And look, I'll just add a little piece in and it may bring it back for you. So on the last episode, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, we spoke about the 5%. Now, what we do want to speak about today is how do we dissolve the 5% so that we can have all areas of our life operating at 
Well, the way in which we do that is by questioning what's inside the 5%. Now, we shared on the last episode that what is inside that last final 5% is the story, the stories that we are attaching to ourselves as our truth, that we believe are who we are. They play out as our habits and behaviors and our almost reflexive responses to life. That's what sits in that 5%. So, How do we navigate that? How do we begin to dissolve the 5% so that it gets reabsorbed back into the 95% to make it the 100%? We have to begin to question. I've got it. You've got it. And I've got it. Thanks. I'm like sitting here just going, what the fuck was I talking? Where was I? I knew it would come back. Yeah. So so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how to question our stories. So I'll get you to close out your piece as well. What was the piece you were saying before about absorbing the 5% back into the 95%? No, before, before that, oh my God, here's how a breakthrough happens. So there's something going on right now for me in my nervous system or something going on in my mind or a story or a pattern that I'm feeling coming to the surface that had the piece drop back in, like this is real life coaching, this right? Is, you, this, is, this is how we get it. with us here. Yeah. This is like being on a fire we're, call with We're, we're going to give you this piece now because it's happening for me in real time. So it dropped back in and now it's gone again, like the piece that I had, which is fascinating because I was talking about in every area of our life how we can think that something is amazing and it might not be. And it was some, hang on, I do have it. <laughs> so going through and I'm, I'm so curious, I'm actually working with myself like in both my minds right now, actually three minds right now, going, what is happening here and what is my pattern or my program, what's going on for me? So the piece was, we can be going along as human beings and we think everything is okay in our lives. We think everything is fine. Jim was talking about the human experience. We're here for, there we go, we're here for a human experience. And we are going to have these things pop up in our lives. Now, it doesn't mean that we're living our lives where we're going, okay, I have to be looking at this and I need to be healing this and I need to be cleaning this up. My point before was, for you know, each area of our life can be great. And then sometimes we can be sideswiped by something that we didn't expect. And for me, that was relationship. Now, things are going to come up in this human experience for you. Gosh, I'm glad I got here. Um, something is gonna, some, things are going to happen. So you could have a beautiful relationship with your children and then something happens. There's a change and a shift. And then you're going to navigate and go through that next piece of that. Then you might have something in business where it's like, yeah, everything's gone amazing. These are like um, the glass ceiling too. So everything's amazing. And then something might come up and then you're back in this human experience for the next part of your evolution. For me, it was definitely relationship. And now in the traversing of that and going through all of that, realizing what my 5% was and then shifting and changing the pattern and program, now I get to go into relationship in a whole other way. So when we're talking about this human experience, you might have your shit sorted in each area of your life. You could be living at the 100%. There might not be 5%. Still have a look in. If you missed our last episode, go back because we talked extensively about this 100% and 95% and 5%. You might just have this 5% come up sometimes in different areas and then you work through it quite quickly. For me, it's been nearly a year of working through relationship stuff to see fully that 5%. Yeah, yeah, that was my close out there. And I'm still sitting with what was my learning for myself? Just <laughs> Yeah, so I just want to give a little teaching moment here to what just happened. So Neural pathways, my neural pathways were being expanded just then, just before you shared, Jen. Mm. So I could actually physically feel Mm -hmm. up against my own story Mm -hmm. or barrier or something in what I was sharing about that experience, I could feel I'd hit my boundary. We call it a boundary, right? So Mm -hmm. think of a circle. And then in that circle, if you are at the top of the circle, think of going outside of that circle and going up a ladder. When we know what we know, we stay inside the circle. 
And then when we're expanding, our neural pathways are expanding, we're getting some new learnings, we're getting some new downloads, we're having some new awareness, we're shifting stories and patterns and programs. We will come up against that circle, the edge of the circle. And then when that's happening, we can forget what we're saying. We can have a moment like what I just had. And then once we shift through that and break through that barrier, I'm so excited for what's going to come after this. Mm. Then the new learnings can come through for us. Then the new behaviors, the new beliefs, they can all start to happen for us. So that was what was physically happening for me just in my body. And that's the teaching moment right there. How can we recognize when we are about to create some new neural pathways or we're about to blow the boundary on a belief that we currently hold that is only constructed by the boundaries only there by a language. The belief is only there as a result of language as well. How do we blow the boundary of that? Well, it's being in what just happened, what's coming through. I got, like, I've just got it. It's so cool how it happens. So, share. so yeah, share. this is great. So when Jen turned up this morning, my body, I had, my nervous system was a bit heightened. So my adrenals were in a bit of hyperdrive and I hadn't checked in with that part of me. I knew so, I knew what was going on without the details of what was going on. When Jen arrived, Jen asked me how it's going this morning. And as I started to share, tears started to come and I started to have the awareness of what was there in my body. Yeah, there was a heavy sadness there for me this morning. My nervous system had a lot of sadness. My unconscious mind was showing me this sadness and I hadn't allowed myself the processing of that yet. Also in that moment for me, for what was happening in that moment and what I was sad about was a big shift and a change for something specific in my life that was causing my heart to feel very heavy. That moment just then of sharing the story element around what I shared and where I got stuck was actually the shift from that piece. Jen's just smiling. I love it. I love how we do this. Was the shift between like my heart doesn't feel, I can feel my heart just opened. Yeah, she opened again. I can feel my eyes just went brighter. I can feel that the heaviness that was in my body. And it was real heavy when Jen got here. We're only on episode two of the recording. It was still sitting in the background. 5% was still sitting in the background. It's just gone. It's just gone. That is the magic of the work we do. This is insight into Jen's and my conversations. This is great. And this is so funny because the other day I said to Ali, jokingly, maybe not jokingly, I said, we should just sell tickets to our phone conversations because (laughs) that would probably be almost the only therapy anyone would ever need to be listening in. Like the Truman Show, but on a phone call. If you know the Truman Show, it's the Jim Carrey movie where his whole life is a film set and he doesn't know it. I was kind of joking, saying we should just do this for our phone conversations. However, thank you, Unconscious Mind, because you've just experienced that on this actual podcast. A smidgen, because often if I can't see what's there, like I'm so good now at seeing my pieces, so is Jen, that if I can't see my piece or Jen can't see her piece, we will just ask very specific questions relating to that thing to support the other person to be able to bring to the surface what's sitting there in the unconscious mind. Remembering that the unconscious mind has the gift for us. It has all of the information that we require. It's got the messages for us. It's where the limiting beliefs change and shift. It's where we can create new patterns and programs. And if we are stuck on seeing that, then yeah, our phone conversations will go sometimes for a bit longer. <laughs> yeah, sometimes our phone call conversations, phone conversations can go for a couple of hours. However, that's an important thing to share here too, because this whole episode is about the willingness to question our story. We haven't even got to the we topic of that We haven't even got yet. to the topic of that yet. <laughs> However, the cool thing about this is we've actually given you, we've just shared the process with you, and now we're going to kind of reverse engineer it and complete it for you in what I'm about to share. Being able to question our story. The story is what's in the 5%. 
Now, that is where we get to really be willing to, A, have someone ask us very specific questions. So obviously a level of rapport is going to be, you know, especially sometimes because sometimes, you know, we ask each other some quite edgy, edgy, (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, thought-provoking and edgy questions. That trigger the body into fight or flight sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important though because as the person holding space asking the question, we have to be able to do that and not want to people please out the person sitting across us into feeling better. Having someone feel better when they're on the edge of opening up what's hiding in their 5%, that's not in service to them. What's in service to them is to be able to help them just with some questions pull back the curtain on what is sitting there in that 5%. And that can be uncomfortable, especially if we've had it hidden there for 30, 40, 50 years and we haven't ever looked at it. It can feel very edgy. Okay? You don't even have to ask me questions then. Just by your being there, it's like, boom, download, boom, download. Here so, it comes funny. so you saw Ali in real time. She was aware her unconscious mind was showing us something. Conscious mind's like, what conscious the fuck mind is happening? Just, trying to analyze it yeah. all as conscious mind does. Conscious mind's like, what is this? What is this? What is this? Which then has it slipped back away. So notice how Ali said, it's, I've lost it. It's gone for a second. Just let me get it back. Let me get it back. Because the conscious mind is so fast at coming in over the top of the, the unconscious of mind. Of the unconscious mind and then questioning and analyzing and making meaning. And when that happens, then the unconscious mind will just repress back what it was actually about to bring up and release. Which is what was happening for me in the piece around how my heart felt like it was being stabbed this morning when Jen got here, like it was that heavy. In that shift and whatever's going on in that experience, if I had have kept logicking that, if I had to just let that go and not come back to that, if I had have stopped this episode because I forgot what I was saying and it might have seemed like I didn't know what I was talking about, if I had have like gone into any story on that, then I wouldn't have had that breakthrough piece for my body to release what she wanted to release. And now I feel clear. The body is always talking to us. Our unconscious mind is always talking to us. And as Jen said, well, if we, if we attempt to logic that with conscious mind, then we can lose what's actually there for us. So the art in this is getting good at asking or having a questioning the story and having a relationship with the conscious mind where we say hey could you just step back a minute please and let the unconscious mind bring what it wants to bring forward also i mentioned there were three parts of me in that happening so me the observer was actually watching what's going on with my conscious mind and my unconscious mind three things were happening simultaneously at that point in time it's very very cool example so cool so if we reverse engineer this episode because i just love how this has come through this episode's like a mini training it's really like a mini training to bring it back to where it all started. We get to question our stories. We get to question our behaviors. We get to question, why am I saying what I'm saying right now? Why am I doing what I'm doing right now? Why am I reacting the way I'm reacting right now? To really dissolve any story, we have to be really willing to question the fuck out of it. Now, that can be uncomfortable. You've got a, a piece here. Yeah, I do. And uh, so Jen and I, sometimes we'll take notes on our what we're going to talk about and usually it comes from experiences of what's going on in our lives or what's going on with someone we're working with. And um, this morning when we were talking about this, I was reminded of something I used to ask myself and I'd stop doing it. I'm bringing it back in now that I had the awareness again. So any time that I would go into a space of this is how something is, if I was locked and loaded on this is how it is, 
then I would ask myself the question, do I actually believe this? We operate 95% unconsciously. We're like on autopilot, like little robots doing our thing day in, day out. And most of the time, our beliefs, we don't even believe them. And if we take a moment to actually ask ourselves, do I believe this? We will find that it's not actually true. We've just told ourselves the same story for so long that that's become the belief. Example here, I used to tell myself I'm not good at geography. And I had this belief around I'm not good at geography. Now, when I started to have a look at that, I was like, is this true? Yeah, it's true. What's underneath that though? I haven't studied geography. I haven't sat down and looked at maps. I haven't cared what country goes where and how it all links in together. So is it the fact that I'm not good at geography? No, it's the fact that I didn't apply myself to study geography at school. I I don't really care what country's where. I just like to get on a plane. So, you know, and same with maths. I used to say I'm not mathematical. Well, is that true? Well, you know, sort of, not really, kind of. I didn't sit down to study maths. I didn't focus on that. So can I be, is it true that I'm not good at maths? No, I just haven't put my focus on that. Exactly. I flip and love that. So I'm glad you brought the maths piece in because how many things are we saying about ourselves? I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. I can only do it this way. I can only do it that way. When they do this, it absolutely has to mean that. You know, so this is in. this is not just what we believe about ourselves. It's also what we believe about other people. You know, we see someone do A, we decide it means B. Oh, and fighting for stories. Man, I've had recent experiences where there's been a fight for the story. No, my way is right. And then it's like, no, you're doing this. And then it's like, no, this is how it is. As like just that holding on to prove to ourselves and to our stories that we are right. Because we like to be right as human beings, right? (laughs) There's a lot of safety for human beings in being right. It's why, ironically, humans wired to see what's wrong. Because if we can see what's wrong, then we can reaffirm ourselves and reestablish ourselves in our righteousness. Have you ever come upon someone who's righteous, really righteous? Most people are. Most people are. I was going to say exactly that. If you live on planet Earth, you've probably come upon thousands of people like this because most humans are righteous. I'm being a little righteous right now. Ali's being righteous. We're righteous in we believe what we believe to be true. And this is great. It's awesome. But it can also be the thing that keeps us stuck in a habit or a behavior if what we're believing isn't actually in service Mm. of what we truly desire in our lives. And fighting for identity. When we are holding onto that story, that belief, we can fight for our identities. Yeah, I like the shaking up of our model of the world here. And if you desire to take this on, it may be that you ask yourself the question too, when you notice yourself in such a firm, this is how it is, do I actually believe this? Yeah. Be like a snow globe. There, here's my little here's, oh, here's, here's, our here's my little metaphor for you for today. <laughs> it's like Jen's metaphor for the day. So treat your life like a little snow globe. Get up every morning and shake yourself up like a snow globe Mm. and get excited about the particles swirling around and get excited that they're going to land somewhere differently today and get excited that something new is going to appear for you. Or you can get up and you can just leave your snow globe exactly as it is. Now, if your life is pretty sweet all areas of your life, then don't shake your snow globe. Oh, and I call bullshit if that's I call bullshit as well. However... If it's not, if your relationship is not exactly how you want it to be, if your business is not exactly how you want it to be, if your health is not exactly how you want it to be, if any area of your life is not exactly how you want it to be, shake up the snow globe. 
shake up what you believe and make space for something new to drop in and shake it up and just have a look in the corners if there's 5% that you're settling for and 5% that you think is okay when actually within your core and your soul and your higher self and your knowing, it's not actually enough. Mm. So some key questions you can be asking yourself to question your story. So one of the first questions I would ask myself is, could this be any other way right now? So I'm dealing with a particular situation. Let's just say, for example, um, oh, I've done this with you. You can, We can use a, like a, without giving detail, a real life example. Jen, this is how it is. I know this is happening. <laughs> this is so it's like I'm talking about another experience. I'm like, it's like this. It's just definitely like this. This is what's happened, blah, 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 blah. And Jen would come in and say, could it be any other way? Is it possible? Is there even a bee's dick of possibility and the fighting to be right that it will go the other way yeah the fighting to be right will go no jen it's like this this is how it is and And i know because this happened and 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 my question is and i think i even said this to you on this occasion that i'm thinking of i said okay i get that it could be that way and let's just say i came along And I invisibly joined myself to you at the hip and I moved through that exact situation with you. Do you think I would see it the exact same way you see it? And of course, Ali said, no. Of course, you you would see it some other way. And I go, okay, so there is a possibility this could be another way. It's so cool. When When we go to these depths, like when we're in the story, it can be hard to see out of it. And it doesn't matter how much work we've done. It doesn't matter how clean, clear and congruent we are within ourselves. There are going to be times just like for myself and Jed, where things come up that we don't see ourselves and where we are going to fight to be right, where we are going to fight to keep our story alive. And that's okay. It's just, can you catch it? Can you ask yourself, what's your question? Can it be any other way? Could it be any other way? And do I believe this is true? Yeah. Yeah. And if this could be another way, how would I want it to be? That's a great, that's a ripper of a question. Yeah. If this is not how you want it to be, how would you like it to be instead? That, I do not want to just, I don't want to gloss over that. Go. That, in what you just said, Jen, can you repeat that, please? If this is not how you want it to be, how do you want it to be instead? This has been one of my greatest learnings over this last 12 months as well. There's been, gosh, there's been so many. Because then if you answer that question and you say, okay, well, here's how I would like it to be, then what is the first step that you need to take, not the person outside of you, that you need to take in order that it will be that way? Because we get to create it nobody else. Because if we're sitting around waiting for everything outside of us to create it the way we want it to be, my gosh, we will be waiting until the cows come home and we will be living in our story and we'll be in the shitty 5% where it's 95% good, but 5% of it is just not okay. We have to be willing, and again, this is just, you know, something I say all the time, ask for what we want, say it the way we mean it, and then take action to be the one that implements that. We have to be the one to implement it. And that takes courage to have a look at, in the first place, at the story that we're telling us. Yes. So that's our episode for today. And I love that it came through the way it came through today because it was truly just an extraordinary teaching moment. This episode and the episode prior to this one, they do kind of go together. And they're a robust little mini training for you if you're really willing to take it on and start to apply it. So, And if we see you in December at our two-day event, awesome. We're looking forward to meeting you then. If you'd like the details on that, please reach out to either Jen or myself. If you are coming to our NLP training in October, we look forward to seeing you there too. Our next NLP retreat is next February, March. We've started to fill that one as well. 
If you would like details on that, would like to be in a room with us, please reach out. We would be happy to share. Yeah, be yeah. Able to share. Yeah, because you will not only learn these tools, you will actually do in real time work to shift through this stuff for yourself in our training spaces. Yeah, and have the tools for the rest of your life to keep to keep cleaning, clearing, and having yourself be a congruent human being. Yeah. Okay, I think we're good. Yeah, catch you on the next episode. See you soon.